thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. Welcome. We're so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Come on in. We're having a good, good, good time. And we've been teaching and ministering on the subject of following the Holy Spirit. And I hope you've gotten to stay with us throughout this, this, this series that we've been teaching. If you haven't, go back and watch it because we're saying so many different things about it. In the previous episode, we were talking, we started out talking about the prophet of following the spirit. Uh, and what I'm, the prophet, P-R-O-F-I-T, that prophet, the increase of following the spirit. And we're, we'll, we'll go back to that, but we were looking at that in creation, we see the word and the spirit moving together. Why? Because the Holy Spirit only works with the word. He always leads in line with the word. In creation, God spoke and the spirit of God that was hovering performed what God spoke. So we see that divine pattern established. It wasn't all the word and it wasn't all the spirit. It was both working together. Then to get Jesus in the earth, it was the Word and the Spirit moving together because the angel brought the message, of course, that had been prophesied in the Word about Jesus. And then the Holy Spirit was the one who performed uh, getting Jesus into the earth. Then we saw on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2, they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. What happened? Cloven tongues like as a fire set upon each of them. So for the church, the birth of the church and to be filled with the Holy Ghost, it, it came in fire. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And, and since uh, the Holy Ghost and fire, we still need Holy Ghost and fire, right? And we could also say this, Jesus' return is going to be the same thing, the Word and the Spirit moving together. So I'm so grateful that we've had the opportunity over these many uh, episodes to teach on following the Spirit because He's such a part of not just these major events, but He wants to be part of our everyday life. The Holy Spirit indwells us for a purpose. And that's to bring his divine help and he performs in our life just like he's performed in all the other places of creation, getting Jesus in the earth, the church being filled with the Holy Ghost. On the day of Pentecost, he came and he entered to be our divine helper, divine genius. He will not force himself upon us. We have to turn toward him and invite him. Too many times when we run into a difficulty or situation, uh, we go this way. Of, and what I mean by that is looking to heaven to try to get heaven to send something down. But listen, when you got born again, the Holy Ghost came in you. And there, that is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. He's in every believer, bearing witness with them that they're the sons of God. Um, but there's a deeper dimension, a further dimension of God, which is the infilling. The, when you got born again, it was the indwelling of the Spirit at, uh, 
on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2 talks about the infilling, which is a deeper dimension of God. How do you know if you're filled? It shows up in the evidence of speaking in other tongues. But all of this, the Holy Spirit wants to be part of fulfilling the plan of God in our life. And we need his divine help. I said we need his divine help. Why is that? Well, God, God has a plan. Jesus purchased that plan and the Holy Spirit leads us into that plan. We can't even really understand what belongs to us in Christ without the Holy Spirit unfolding it, unveiling it, giving us light, amen, of the word and showing us what all belongs to us. God planned it, Jesus purchased it and the Spirit leads us into it. So we need to know the word and we need to know the Spirit. I've said this before, but the word is God's general directions to all of his people, his command to all of his people. And of course, there's specifics in the word. I don't mean to say there's not, but there are specifics about about your life that are not addressed in the word. Meaning this, God tells you he'll supply all your needs, but the word doesn't tell you which house to buy, what city to live in, what job to take, what person to marry. Um, we need specifics and the Holy Spirit brings the specifics of our life. That's why it's so important that we learn to follow him because if we learn to follow him, do you know he'll lead us into healing? Yeah. When, when we need healing, he'll show us where we're missing it. He'll show you this is what you need and he'll lead us and point us to the word that will help us in that. Amen. So thank God for the privilege of learning to follow the Holy Spirit. We've talked about it in the previous episodes. Uh, just to put it in a nutshell, the Holy Spirit leads, and when He's leading you in a certain direction, there's peace about that. Yes. In your yes. spirit, peace yes. about it. If you have peace about doing something, do it. If you have peace in your spirit. If you don't have peace in your spirit, don't do it. Amen. Uh, in a nutshell, even somebody who just got saved today, can say, do I have peace in here about this direction or not? You can know that. So you're safe in following that peace. And if you'll follow that peace, it'll always end you up at the right place. Amen. Sometimes you can be unsettled in your mind. It's okay. Ignore your mind. Go with what your go with the peace in your spirit. We had been looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7. And it reads, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. I like that we see this, that every man who will cooperate with the Holy Ghost, he'll profit. He'll profit. And we were saying in the uh, previous episode also, giving the definition for the last word in this verse, the word with all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Um, that word, when I looked it up, just in the dictionary, what does the word with all mean? It read in spite of all, in spite of, in spite of all, in spite of all circumstances, in spite of all things against you, in spite of what the devil worked against you in the past, in spite of your mistakes, in spite of your misses, in spite of your failures, in spite of your past, in spite of your lack of education, in spite of not being raised in a Christian home, in spite of all, if we'll follow the Spirit, He'll lead us into profit that will turn everything 
in the profitable direction. Yes. But we have to follow him. Yes. He'll help us be a help to someone else. Yes. Now listen to that. He will help us be a help to someone else. Yes. A help to someone who doesn't know how to receive of his help. Yes. Now listen to that. He wants to help everyone. And if someone is untaught about how to respond to him, how to yield to him, he will enable you to help them. But it'll all be his help that you're responding to. When someone, well, let me give you an example. Uh, Someone that I know of that had smoked for decades. They wanted to be free. They had tried on their own to quit smoking. They were born again, but there was not the same understanding of the word that I had been taught. And so um, they didn't know how to depend on the help of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will help us break bad habits, right? He'll give us, uh, he imparts the the ability of God to us. But when people don't know how to draw on the help of the Holy Ghost, you can have help, but if you don't know how to cooperate with it, it's as though you don't have the help, right? So he'll bring in someone else who knows how to cooperate with him. What an honor that God will allow us to be a part of someone else's blessing. Not because we're better, but just because we've had many times the opportunity of being taught some things they've never heard. So in, in thinking about this one in particular, Uh, As I said, there was someone that I know of that had, for decades, they had smoked. They wanted to be free from it and they couldn't. They just, and their own ability were not able to. They didn't know how to apply the word. And um, so one day somebody had, they, I had been told that, you know, this person had been trying to quit. And when I got off the phone with, you know, someone who was telling about it, the spirit of God helped And you say, well, how did that help show up? It showed up as a prayer burden. All of a sudden there was a, 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 an anointing to pray for this person came on me in a moment of time. And I cooperated with the helper. He was helping in that person's behalf through me. What an honor to be, to be included, right? So um, when that, that spirit of prayer fell on me, that anointing to pray, I started praying in the spirit and I took authority and I, over that habit yes. over someone else's life. You can't just randomly go around and bind things off people's life, but if the, the anointing comes, yes. the spirit comes, yes. that's the permission to bring help. Yes. And so I took authority over that habit, that addiction. And then I just prayed in the, in, for a little bit in the spirit about that person to see if there's anything further I needed to do. May, less than five minutes total, less than five minutes. I got a phone call three weeks later and then that, that prayer burden lifted. About three weeks later, I got a phone call and said, did you hear that such and such had quit smoking, naming this person? I said, no, I haven't. I hadn't talked to them. And they said, yeah, they, they quit smoking. I said, well, how long ago? They said three weeks ago. Well, that was 
when the spirit of, when the help, divine help of the Holy Ghost uh, was employed, what happened? It brought profit to not just me, to someone else who didn't know how to cooperate with the divine helper. When you learn to follow the spirit, he'll include you in on someone else's victory. Amen. Amen. And, and so they were completely set free because the spirit got involved. Anything the spirit gets involved in, there's profit. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 Now you say, well, Pastor Nancy, I've thought at times that the spirit of God was leading me to do something and it didn't work out right. Well, sometimes we can perceive the spirit leading us in a direction, but then we can start employing our own mental interpretation, yes. a natural interpretation, and then it's no longer, <laughs> it gets off from what the Spirit intended yes. because we, we misdefine right. something yes. we perceive. Right. And so if you say, well, you say that following the Spirit brings profit, but I followed the Spirit and it didn't turn out right, then you weren't following the Spirit. You were following your interpretation of what you thought the Spirit was leading in. Amen. It's because, but when He's followed um, and held to, and we, we allow Him to define what we perceive and not the mental our mental side defining something we perceive. Let me give you an example. For example, you may sense there's a change coming in your life. You don't know what it is, but you think, you know what? I've been wanting to start my own business. I'm going to quit my job and start the own business. Well, are you sure that that's what that change is applying to? That which you, that change you perceive. You see, you can't just let your mind define what you perceive. When you perceive something, that's an invitation to talk to him about what you perceive and let him define some things. Because if we will, if we will follow him fully, it'll end up in profit every time. Amen. So that's the key is to recognize and cooperate with how he's leading without adding our own human definition into it. Amen. And like I said, in in that example I gave, this will even happen in our prayer life that he will employ us to help and pray for someone else who doesn't know what we've been taught because he still wants them to profit. I said, he still wants them to profit. He doesn't want anyone to struggle. He doesn't want anyone to go the negative direction and have loss in their life. Amen. Now, uh, I've, I've quoted something that Dad Hagen um, had a vision. Kenneth e. Hagen, who was our spiritual father, on one occasion, he had a vision. And Jesus said to him in the, cont- in the course of that vision, he said, if you will learn to follow my spirit, I'll make you rich. I'm not opposed to my people being rich. I'm opposed to them being covetous. Amen. So notice there's a condition to this. If, if you learn, if you learn to follow my spirit. So every arena the spirit is involved in will be enriched. Jesus in that vision that Dad Hagen had was referring specifically to finances. If you learn to follow my spirit, I'll make you rich. I'm not opposed to my people being rich. I'm opposed to them being covetous. So he's referring specifically to finances, but any, it holds true generally. Anytime the spirit's going to be involved in something, 
it's going to be enriched because he's involved. Amen. Amen. Because he's involved. The Holy Spirit only has your profit in mind. He's never trying to take something from your life. So if you had something in your in mind that you were going to do, but the Spirit leads you in a different direction, no, He's not trying to take something from you. He's trying to bring you into profit. And what you planned would be a loss compared to the profit He brings. Amen. Now, you've heard me talk about on different occasions, I've talked about how... Um, my husband and I were living in Tulsa back in the eighties. My husband and I got married in 1984 there in Tulsa. We met and married. And in the mid eighties, my husband began building a building there. It seated a thousand people. It was on 85 acres. We had it dedicated. Brother Hagen came and dedicated the building. And within a couple of months after that, God spoke to my husband and said, would you do me a favor? And, it's, and my husband said, absolutely. He said, will you go back to Southern California? Because my husband was originally raised in California. He had at once had a church in Southern California, but had moved to Tulsa later. He said, I want you to go back to Southern California and get in position for the last day revival. So we said, yes, we'll do that. But we took too long yeah. to take, make that move. Right. We were waiting for the building to sell. Uh-huh. And what, what, what the plan was is we'll sell the building, we'll go out to California, buy the next building with that money and start the headquarters there. But the property didn't sell. So we're sitting there thinking it's going to sell, it's going to sell, it's going to sell. And we ended up being there, I don't know, another two years or so Uh waiting. And the whole time we're waiting, we're not profiting, (laughs) you know, Uh financially, our personal finances are going down, down, down. Why? Because now we're off the leading of the spirit. Uh You see, we heard what he said and we intended fully, wholeheartedly to obey, but we delayed. We got off the time track (laughs) of how he was leading because part of following the spirit is also recognizing when he's directing you to do certain things, the time frame, because you can sense something in your spirit that he's he's put in there, but it's for a little bit down the road. You have to also follow the spirit in that. Know when. So we intended full, we were not, it was not our purpose to disobey, but we learned this. When God tells you to do something and it's time to do it, never wait for something else to give you permission. Don't wait for the sale of a building to give you permission, the sale of a home to give you permission, a certain job to give you permission. If God tells you to do it and you know you need to make that move now, you don't have to wait for something else to agree. You agreeing with the spirit and with what God says is enough to move ahead on. Amen. So we learned that. Because, as I said, because we took too long, um, we fell personally behind financially. Mm-hmm. Now, don't misunderstand me. The Spirit helped us. Right. God helped us catch up. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. When we got back on course, yes. then we could start yes. going back in the positive right. direction right. and get out of that negative direction. Yes. Uh-huh. 
to go with the spirit is profit. To go against him is loss. Uh-huh. Just that simple. Amen. And if we've ever, any, and like we've done and others have done, if you've ever gone against something of how the spirit was leading you, just repent. If you'll say, okay, I agree. And I start going that you'll immediately start turning in the prophet direction. Everything will start turning for you. No, it may not be an overnight, um, that being back where you were, but you'll start seeing things turn in the increased direction. And in a little, in a little time, we were able to, you know, come back out of that uh, place of loss and get back into that place of profit and increase. So when first Corinthians 12, seven says, but the manifestation of the spirit, we could say this also, how the spirit's leading us is given to every man to profit with all. If a man is a business owner and he comes to the manager, his manager that works for him in that business and says, I want to see a profit and loss statement on this store. Let's say this business owner has multiple locations where he owns stores and he says to the manager, I want to see the profit and loss statement. And the manager comes up and says, well, there's 300,000 more dollars that we're showing that we have now than we had last year. What's that mean? He means they had something they didn't have before. That's profit. When we follow the spirit, we'll move into something we didn't have before. We'll move into a flow we weren't flowing in before. We'll move into revelation we weren't moving in before. We'll move into an anointing we weren't moving in before. We'll move into a peace we weren't moving in before. We'll move into a clarity. We weren't moving in before. What about this? We'll move into a degree of health we weren't living in before. If we'll follow the spirit, it'll always be more than what you ever had before. Amen. I like that. I don't know about you, but I like that. So we know this, the, the spirit is only for our increase. Now, when the spirit's involved, it can't be lost yeah. right. if we follow him as he's leading. Right. Now, sometimes when he leads us, it can look like reduction. Now, follow me on this. Yes. Don't, don't go too quick. Follow me. Let me finish this because it can look like he's reducing you. But if you'll keep, if you'll stay with him, what looks like reduction will end up being great profit. Yes. Now, You say, can you give me a Bible example of that? I sure can. It's called Gideon. He had an army of 32,000 men, which was a fraction of what he needed in the face of all the enemy. But God spoke to him and said, you've got too many. (laughs) He He was greatly outnumbered. And God said, send every soldier home, number one, who doesn't want to be here or who is afraid to fight. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he did, and he ended up with 22,000 leaving <laughs> out of 32,000. He's left with an army of 10,000. Looks like reduction. Yes. God's leading him yes. on how to lead this army. Yes. It looks like he's being reduced. But if you'll hold on, to what God tells you, it's always going to turn to your increase in profit. So then uh, God speaks further and says, take those 10,000 men that are left, take them down to the water. 
see how they drink. The ones who drink the right way, keep them. The ones who drink the wrong way, send them home. <laughs> now, <laughs> 10,000. 9,700 drink wrong. <laughs> 300 drink right. It's no wonder that when you hear the Spirit referred to and in the Scriptures, He's referred to as water. How we drink of the Spirit, how we follow Him, how we turn toward Him is going to water our life. So 300 drank the right way, 9,700 sent home. And now God said, now I've got those who have no fear. I've got those who want to be here. And I've got those who know how to move with me. And they won a mighty victory. But he couldn't win them with fearful people. He couldn't win them with someone who didn't want to be there. So it looked like God was reducing Gideon. He was reducing the weakness out of Gideon's army. So when it looks like God is dealing with you about something, it looks like he's reducing you. He's not reducing you. He's getting rid of that which would have weakened you. He, it would have weakened you. Amen. And it looks like you're making a sacrifice to obey God. I mean, for us, we have at times taken salary reductions. In, in earlier years of ministry, we were the first to do without if there was a financial need. It looked like reduction. Any sacrifice that looks like reduction is only for your increase. Just stay with the plan. Stay with how God's leading you. Don't abandon it. Amen. Just stay with it and God will turn anything that looks like a loss. It'll turn out to be great profit in your life because like I said, it's getting rid of weakness. When God is saying, cut this out, reduce this, get rid of that. It's so you can, uh, you can flow in greater strength. Amen. Amen. Following the spirit always brings profit to every man who will follow him. Amen. Thank God for it. Well, we've been teaching out of our book called Following the Holy Spirit. Um, you can go to our website at defrainministries.org and you can place your order for it and we'll get it right out to you. Listen, order it for somebody else too because these things to follow the word and the spirit, full of the word, full of the spirit, unbeatable. Amen. And uh, until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this important book by Nancy Dufresne, Following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We will never receive from God beyond the measure of our response. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, she instructs us how to properly respond to God and the moving of His Spirit. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. This is Pastor Nancy Dufresne inviting you to join us for our annual Ladies Conference right here in Murrieta, California, October the 3rd through the 5th, 
Tuesday through Thursday. We invite you to go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and get more information. We look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.